Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. We sent out a request to get some funny stories from the audience because we thought it would be a little bit entertaining to do the funny high stories or the first time I got high edible stories. Yeah. Anything that was is going to be able to just go, okay, look, it's not always going to be fun times. And to start it out, I'm going to share one from mine. Way back in the day, I would say this is, gosh over 20 years ago. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a bit. And uh, I had a friend, she said, hey, uh, you want to hang out tonight and uh, possibly get high? And I'm like, yeah, sure. She goes, I just got some weed. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now, I had smoked weed maybe a couple of times at this time. This is when I called oh, it weed. So right? really just a few. Yeah, just a few handful of times. Um, well, yeah, about a handful of times. Even my time in the Navy when I was getting out, uh, I smoked a blunt here, there, smoked a joint with a friend here and there, but nothing like consistent. Like, hey, I have I have plenty of cannabis stored in a closet or in my drawer, right? Nothing like that. It was just, it was always, at this time, it was either you were growing it and you knew somebody, so you had plenty of it, or it was like a random occurrence. A rare, sporadic thing of like, right. hey, someone's got a joint. Because it, it was still super hush-hush. I mean, you could oh, do yeah. jail time for it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so anyways, this person, she gives me a call. We, we, I go to hang out with her. Now I am very green on cannabis and she loads up a whole bowl and we go back and forth to this pipe smoking it in her apartment. And I'm feeling very high at this moment. I'm like, Whoa. And I'm cracking jokes. I'm having a good time. Then she pulls, she empties out the bowl in this little pipe and starts filling it back up. And I'm like, yeah. Round two. What do you, and she goes, do you want to smoke another bowl with me? And I said, yeah, of course. But then I go to my mind and I'm like, dude, don't do that. You already are way too high. And I'm starting to get a little bit of the spins. Oh. And I said, you know, I mean, my mind, I'm like, don't, don't you dare. And then my body and my mouth is like, well, I don't want to look like a pussy. So yeah, load Count it up. In. Yeah. Start smoking that. Start smoking that, and uh, it quickly goes from laughter to <laughs> to straight faced to don't move, and I'm just like a statue. And she pushes me and says, "What's wrong?" And I get up and I start running towards her bathroom. I am nauseous as all hell, and I'm running, and my hands over my mouth like this, and I start throwing up. Like I'm overwhelmed and I just start throwing up and it starts spraying through my fingers onto the wall in her bathroom and I get to the toilet and I'm yakking. I don't remember anything after yakking. I remember that the floor was cold and I stayed there. Next morning, she kicked me awake. She's like, hey, I need to use the bathroom. I'm like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. You ran throwing up all over the hallway, got it all over my my walls. And then you just passed out on the floor. You didn't say anything. You just went to sleep. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. From that day until you had introduced me back into it, I 
Couldn't even smell it. I would get nauseous. Whoa. It was bad. That's wild. But it was, and there's a condition, um, we should look that up, but there's a condition that actually talks about that that can be induced from cannabis. There's a really easy way to combat that. Um, so again, right, we've always talked about that. Lemon juice, peppercorn, CBD. You can use any one of those and it's going to be able to help you out. But yeah. They're reducing that high. Yeah, but if I would have thought about it back then, if we would have had that information back then, how many, how many, how many joints could have been rolled? How many bowls could have been filled? Seriously, I was neglected. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just proper education. Well, because before that, well, even after that, I, I smoked. No, I, I, I smoked a couple of different times. Like I took a hit from a a really shitty gravity bong mm. in a bathtub Ooh. with a milk carton. That would hurt. It was like just barely this much cut off the bottom of the milk carton than this bowl yep. put into the side and then just... <gasps> Just and those them. are always the harshest hits. Oh. Those are never like really nice, smooth hits. Well, you don't feel good after either. You're not you're not necessarily in this dimension, but you're not in the next one. You're in the middle. You're in purgatory. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh. you know, I hadn't I hadn't really had any of that from it, but I definitely it. I get the worst coughs from a gravity bong hit. They always wreck me, and I feel like. It tastes nowhere near as good as even a normal bong. No, it's the same as doing like a a beer bong. Like when you do a beer bong, it's... Have you ever done that before? No. So what you do is we... When I was in the Navy, small story, and then we'll, we'll definitely hit our stories here, but in the Navy, we built this uh, gravity bong from Home Depot. Mm -hmm. And we got this giant funnel, and then we got this tubing about this thick. And whose we, mouth is supposed to fit around? Oh, that. no, no, it just it goes down. It's like about I would say 15, 16 inches of this pipe, it's pretty thick, and then it goes down to a ball valve. And you could turn it here. And then we had made a smaller, we had brought it, got okay. a smaller one there. So then you would load up this whole thing, and you could probably fit in there about I don't know. No, nah, it was longer than that. It was, I would say, about two and a half feet. Yeah, that's quite a bit bigger than what I was just describing because I started thinking about it because we called it burnt. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, it was pretty long. And it, you could load in there probably about anywhere from like eight to 10 beers all at once. Whoa. And when you would hit that, it just, oh, just goes straight it. in there. Yeah. And that's a lot of beer. And so we would always put in there about five to six beers. But what we would do every once in a while, we do, uh, there's a way you can do Dr. Pepper shots. You ever heard of Dr. Pepper shots? Oh. So you get a, uh, a shot glass of, uh, what is it? It's wild turkey. Okay. One, 101. Oh, yeah. Right? So you get that, you get in a shot glass, then you pour amaretto into a beer mug, and then you pour beer in on top of the amaretto so the mm. the beer sitting right on top of it and then you light this shot on fire and then you drop it in the mug and it just foams up so then you quickly drink it there's no alcohol smell no alcohol taste it tastes like a dr pepper oh that's crazy and you go oh, i could drink another one of those that's delicious <laughs> and as soon as you down that second one you're like because you've got Fell on the first one. <laughs> Dude, you got so much liquor in you, and you're like, Bleh. So that honestly was like the first time that's what it felt like. Because I remember 
I've been sick on alcohol many a times. Yeah. But that one was pretty intense. The spins were so hardcore. So that's another one of those young ones like, hey, young buck, if a, if a lovely young lady would like to smoke some flour with you, and then possibly she'd like to do other extracurricular activities with you, go low and slow, my friend. Take your time. Yeah, that's funny. Don't go too fast. Oh, man. I mean, that made me think of my very first time with cannabis. And I puked. But it was because I had never smoked anything, never drank anything. I'd not really had anything in my life that was anything remotely similar to that. Yeah. And so after smoking... Threw up a little bit because it made me cough and gag, and I have a really light gag reflex, mm. so I threw up Horrible out of the park. Date. Yeah, and then <laughs> just the worst date. Um, and Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm I puke, and then I'm sitting there with all my buddies, and I shove like a hundred pennies in my mouth, and I'm brushing yeah, my hair you're being and all weird. that, and. Now I look back and I'm like, I would never do that. And I never have sense. I don't. Well, understanding the very, uh, the very uh, sheltered, forced, forced sheltered life that your parents put on you growing up. I could only imagine because that's, it's, there's no expectancy. Like for me, all I knew from growing up is I had friends, parents that would either smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol. And when they get a little sloppy, that was just how they were i didn't really think about that for yeah, cannabis I saw that at all and there's there's a cannabis ed- etiquette that that totally needs to be um brought up especially within these stories you're going to hear about because a lot of times it's you need somebody there that you can trust on going hey is this a good idea for me you really yeah. should be open to that yeah 100 percent. and i feel like i know too many people who push you to smoke more like the right. first time you came over and my buddy chad was like oh smoke, smoke this. this smoke this smoke this and he has actually perpetuated some of the worst cannabis stories out of all my friends from the experiences they've had. Yeah, like the brownie one. Yeah, or... where my buddy passed out in the street in the snow, was high for like 36 hours straight around his family at Christmas. It'd be and, fucking horrible. And he already has social anxiety and doesn't <laughs> like being around large groups of people. So then he's also really high in that. Yeah, it was great for him. So... We're going to share some other stories of you guys at home. Yeah, we've been able to compile a bunch of different stories. We we picked the best ones that we thought would be awesome to be able to share. Brandon's going to start us out. What, what's the yeah. first one we're going to talk about? So we're going to check out a story from Brian. It's oh. a first-time edible. It says, hey, guys, my first time consuming cannabis was with a 10-milligram edible. I got the gummy from a close family member who suggested that I give it a try for stress and anxiety. So when I got home, I took the whole thing. Keep in mind, it was my first time using cannabis. That's not a very low and slow. 10 milligrams for a first time dose is, That's insane. is pretty high. Yeah. So um, after about half an hour, I thought, this isn't doing anything. Then I started to feel good. Then really good. Then, oh man, what's going on? I got antsy, sweaty, heart racing, and then started to pace a bit. After a while, I started to feel better and hungry. 
I then had the best night of sleep that night. The next day, my family member asked, how did you like it? I then explained what happened, and it was then it was then recommended to go low and slow. Now that I've got a better feel for edibles and how they work, it's my primary way of consuming. I'm getting more informed about cannabis through self-educating and listening to your podcast. It's super helpful and informative. Keep it up. So That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> As a first-time dose, like 10 milligrams is pretty decent. I can imagine that was quite the right well and that's the thing too a lot of a lot of people are more apprehensive about trying cannabis because they're like well i don't want the smoke and i don't want to vape because there's a negative connotation to both of them which totally understandable totally true too it's not everyone's cup of tea absolutely not but the thing to also keep in mind is that by going the route of the edible it is four times stronger than if you smoked it yeah it and you can't digest as 11 hydroxy thc and that like you said Four times stronger than regular THC. Well, and, and also it lasts no longer. It, well, exactly. Like for the, the the biggest horror stories are, I don't feel shit after an hour, and they eat another one, mm-hmm. another five to ten gram edible, and you're like, uh, no, and and then all of a sudden, three four hours later, it kicks in. They're like, and it lasted forever. If it takes longer to yeah. kick in, think about it. Plan about your day. If you're about to get off work and you want to be plenty elevated by the time you get home. Eat an edible. If you have the understanding, you need to know your endocannabinoid system. And that's and what the, these... And the edible too, because totally. specific edibles might hit faster. Some might take longer. Right. And like so, the nano, yeah. nanotized uh, THC that kicks in within 15 minutes. Yeah. Like uh, the quick drops, three to five minutes, it's kicking in, full kick in. It's like 25 minutes and you're yeah. like... You're on that ride. <sighs> this feels pretty good. So yeah, no... <clears throat> Go low and slow. This one's another one. This is kind of funny. And if I offend somebody, uh, get over it. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. This is written to us from Jose, Jose Jesus Gutierrez. Bro, so let me tell you about a time I got crossfaded. So it was in a small county of Mar- Marin-, Marin County to Cal- in California. And it was a city called San uh, Alismo. And we were going to Jack in the Box. And me and another cousin was drunk and high at the same time. Mm. So when we get to Jack in the Box, and I guess I was acting some type of way, and I get knocked out by one of my cousins. And one of my cousins comes out of the Jack in the Box and is like, what the fuck happened? Then everything got settled out in Jack in the Box, figured out the way he couldn't sucker punch me. And then I don't know what the part of the high, and I started screaming down the street that the immigration was coming. Immigration is coming. So like you would say, la migra, la migra, right? So (laughs) like immigration. My dad jokes around about that. He's like, just go into any Ross on a Sunday with a bunch of Latinos and just say, la migra, la migra. And you just see him running for the doors. (laughs) That's what he used to say. My dad's dad's a first generation immigrant from Mexico. And uh, yeah, he's allowed to say that, I guess. Um, But uh, screaming out, the immigration is coming, help me. And therefore, I remember my cousin screaming at my other cousin to go get him because he's going to get somebody out of the house. And then suddenly I remember I was knocking on people's doors like one in the morning, screaming to open the door. Immigration is coming. And for some, and my cousin, I heard in the background yet again, everything was pitch black. 
It basically runs off and he was saying immigration. I I mean, this That's is That's why you don't crossfade. That sounds like a crazy story. Well, and and let's let's kind of go into that one. Crossfaded means it's when you mix alcohol and cannabis. And what happens when that happens? Oh, it ex- it, it accelerates both effects. Yeah. At the same time. And it like multiplies them. So the feeling of drunkness can be crazy over the top intermixed with the feeling of being high like it can be a really gross horrible combination when you do that and it's recommended because i mean the alcohol in your system is going to stay there for a while and so is the cannabis the cannabis is going to be fleeting more than that one but i can only imagine with the alcohol molecules and inside your bloodstream plus with thc that has a long shelf life that's like drinking edible gummy juice pretty much i mean, you're gonna get super super messed up and quite often that's when we talk about people throwing up a lot yep or doing outlandish things um i mean we just got done talking to a guy at a head shop and saying he had to quit using cannabis and he used to do like you know, six grams of dab a day and all sorts of stuff. And then he just started triggering. And one of the things he heard about was that, you know, if you've got a history of schizophrenia in your family, you might want to take it easy on that. Yeah. He said he would run up, he'd get high, go run up in the mountains, become sober and go, what the hell am I doing up here? And mm. head home. It just sounds crazy interesting, but. Yeah. Not recommended no. uh, drinking with cannabis. I'd avoid it. Yeah. I have another good one here. Cool. Uh, It comes from Chris. And it says, hey, I'm Chris. My first time smoking. My older brother talked me into it because of my back and medical conditions. I was so paranoid. We had to go hide in the closet so we didn't stink my house up. (laughs) I had just moved into it after graduating. By the end of the night, we were chilling in the front room, smoking the bong, and I was in my underwear making hamburger helper. Laugh my ass off. Thank you for reading my story, and thanks, Cannabis, for helping with my epilepsy and severe scoliosis. Wouldn't trade it for anything. That's awesome to hear. It is awesome. I mean, it's it's that fear, that stigma, right around the beginning, like, when people start using... Yeah, you feel like you're doing people, something wrong. Yeah, or they get anxious, like, oh, I don't want to get caught or busted, or my partner doesn't know, my parents don't know, my family doesn't know, whatever it is, that some of us are just, we have that anxiety around it, so... It's cool he came out of the closet and smoked in the front room after. That's seriously funny. I mean, yeah. he came out of the closet. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, once you start being able to consume it and you know you're using it for a certain purpose, you have intent going in with it, you can talk openly with people even if they seem like they'll be more apprehensive. Like uh, I told you, within, within my faith, uh, I'll talk to people who are around my age or older and they're really open to it. Mm-hmm. But really funny, somebody... In, in my in, in my congregation had come by the house to pick up their kid and playing with my daughter. And while they were there, he was saying like, he's like, oh, so what do you do? You're like, uh, you're like a business consultant. I said, well, kind of. And I said, but I also, uh, I'm a podcaster. And I do, I have a podcast about cannabis. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, you, you might know it as marijuana. And he's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, we educate people on the medicinal uses of it and you know, how they can use it for recreational being, a responsible adult and having a good time. And uh, he said, uh, he's like, oh, that's that's really good. And just stood there and I'm like, 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I do that because, you know, once you realize the properties and the power of this, this cannabis, mm-hmm. this, this plant, why wouldn't you tell everybody about it? I know. Well, and that's what I realize is it's just opening those conversations because there is so much fear and stigma, but it's because people are so afraid to have the conversations. Yeah. But when you open it and start having them, people just find that it's more acceptable and they're just more open to having them. And so just opening that door. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I treat it really common. My kids know that it's in the house. Um, I don't allow my kids to use it. Yeah. Um, I'm not a hypocrite on that side. I, I realize the medicinal properties, but I also realize that they don't have the mental capacity to be able to know how to be able to dose themselves. And they go from zero to stupid and like however long it takes for them to cough out the rest of that smoke. And, you know, there's a lot of people that say, I've been smoking since I was 12. I've been smoking since I was 15. And that's great. Um, But the cannabis then is not the cannabis now. No. And at the same time, I still, I'm the same way. I would love to see more research, more information provided because kids is a taboo subject. And so there's compiled data from a lot of different things that are not in actual research saying, hey, it's harmful for children. There's not any real research studies compiled around children and developing going, hey, it's beneficial in THC in this way, unless they have like epileptic seizures, cancer, like some of these other things that it's like, right. yeah, that 100% outweighs the child dying. Right. Like, But it's everyone's got that balance and that decision of, hey, is this the best fit for me, for my family, for whoever? Yeah, so, but I mean, my yeah. kids, no. I mean, I, I smoke my pen around them. You know, they know if I'm mixing a drink with drops from Quick Drops, they know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. They've asked me, they go, hey, you know, can I see it? And like, yeah, sure. And I tell them about it and why it smells that way. And see this little dot, this white, it looks like a spider web on Mm -hmm. it. I said, that's trichomes. I'm like, I explain it to them. Oh, yeah. And they go, well, you know, can I have some? I'm like, no. And I explain it to them why. It's really easy. But that, as long as I, I mean, it's the same way, like, you know, I'm a knife guy. And I've got knives all the time. I got I got so many different types of knives that I carry with me every day. But I'll take my knife out and just put it on the table and leave it there. And people go, why are you leaving that out? Well, my kids know that's a common thing and they know not to touch it yeah. unless they've been told don't that they, they can. they have kitchen knives at their house? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's in well, a drawer. You don't go pulling it out and go doing stuff. It's It's a tool. You teach their kids. These are dangerous. They're sharp. You don't play with them. Yeah, I mean, it's like this like, blade that I've got here. Like that was a, a that's a gift from my daughter, and it's it's a it's a CRKT knife, but it's just a utility knife. I can leave that out anywhere, and even if it was open, dude, even my seven year old son would see it and close it for me. He'd be like, "Oh, this yeah. needs to be closed." Oh, yeah. So it's the same way when you're when you're treating anything from tools to medicine. I, I try to look at it in this way where if you're, if you have medications in the house, do you want to hide them from your kids or do you want to teach them about it and make sure they understand it? And that's how we treat cannabis is that this is medicine and this is also used to be able to help with multiple different ailments from head yeah. to body. So here's this, what it is. Of fear, having them fear it, educate them on it. Yeah. That's I all mean, it is. If they smell it, they're like, oh, what is that? Like, oh, that's, yeah. dad's just having some of his medicine yeah. you know a lot of people around there even kids in in the high school my kid goes in uh, my oldest 
you know, they're like, oh yeah, you got these stupid stoners and over here like, yeah, they are dumb stoners because they don't know how to use that plant to help them. Like you, it will enhance you. Literally yeah. had to have that conversation with my son saying, the only reason why you can't smoke it now is because you have no drive. You have no discipline. I've tried everything with you. You're, you're your own person. I can't force you. Yeah. Why would I give you something that's going to enhance what you are now? You're going to be lazy. 10 times is lazier. that thing? It's just going to perpetuate that. Exactly. You go, hey. You're not going to be able to use that. But, anyways, I digress. Let's go into another one. This is from Allie. Uh, what's up, guys? My name is Allie, and I'm not a big, f- and and I'm not a big fan of the podcast. That's oh, I almost read that. Well, <laughs> it's okay, Allie. We love you too. And that was the end of that review. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read that wrong. Okay, what's up, guys? My name is Allie, and I'm a big fan of the podcast. Here's my funny story after getting too high. My friend and I were on a walk in the woods and I and smoked some bud. I got pretty baked and we came back to her dad's car to warm up because it was cold out. When I sat down, I felt this soft squishy thing underneath my butt. While he was while he was telling me all the cool features of his dad's car, I was getting more and more paranoid that somehow I crapped my pants without noticing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit, Allie. Uh, he then mentioned how the car got uh, seat warmers, and I asked if, asked if I wanted to try. I begged him not to turn it on. I was terrified that he would smell the shit if I started cooking with the seat warmers on. Jeez. <laughs> Let it simmer. <laughs> he thought it was he thought it was weird, but shrugged it off. Later got out of the car to take a piss, and I had time to inspect the damage. I was surprised to find out that I didn't shit myself, but instead was sitting on my ball Oh, I was sitting on my ball sack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not Allie, it's Ollie. I don't know. It's A-L-I. That's Allie. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was sick. Jesus. Either way. Holy shit. That's a fucking funny story. <laughs> I gotta repeat that last line. I was surprised to find out that I didn't shit myself, but instead I was sitting on my ball sack. I told him all this when we got back and we laughed about it. Moral of the story, weed paranoia can play some jokes on you. He sat oh on his gosh. balls. That's that sounds painful, but That like, sounds horrible. Oh my God. That is a funny story. Dude. Thinking you shit yourself and then, oh man. Nuts. Literally nuts. <laughs> so I'm going to share a joke with you guys. <laughs> oh my God. I love yeah, this okay. joke. <laughs> Hear about that guy who dipped his balls in glitter? No. Pretty nuts. <laughs> oh, it's a dad joke. I should have my dad joke shirt on for that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, those so those are just some of the few stories that we were able to share. One. Do you have another one? Yeah, they sent one email, but it was too long to oh, screenshot. Cool. All right. So this one's sent in by Jesse. Not this Jesse. Another one. So it says, This is a first time use story. I smoked some cannabis when I was in high school, but it had no effect on me. Since I was the only sober pro- person in the group, I took care of the others. I eventually stopped consuming and just acted as the dedicated caretaker. Hanging out with extremely high teenagers while being sober gave me a bad opinion of cannabis, so I didn't touch it again until about my mid-twenties. I traveled quite a bit in the summer of 2022, 
Along the way, I noticed plenty of cannabis dispensaries. I'm Canadian. It nudged me to try it again once I was back home. Maybe it will work this time. In late August, I purchased some pre-rolled cantaloupe haze joints at 23%, hoping it would be potent enough. It was. Because I was used to tobacco, I lit a half-gram joint and smoked through it in 10 minutes. I sat at my desk to write about the experience. I started, I guess I feel something pleasant, but I'm a bit disappointed. I started listening to 10,000 Days by Tool and lay on my bed. Mm. Then I felt lift off. Good jam. Half an hour had passed. I looked at my phone and realized it had only been five minutes. Oh, shit. Been there. Been there. I stood up and returned to my desk and proceeded to write. Longer, uneven sense of time. Feeling of unreality. Losing train. And I just gazed into the void, forgetting what I was about to write. Then I continued. With some experiments along the way, losing train of thought? Sense of taste isn't numbed. Coffee tastes great. Music modulates feeling of heat on my body. Whatever that means. The colors were brighter. Plants and cloth were more detailed. When I walked, I saw it four frames per second. The effects were growing stronger, so I returned to my bed. I closed my eyes and was greeted by an amazing light show. The next hour was among the most enjoyable of my life. Hmm. Each following Saturday, I would smoke again, though much less, and journal for an hour, and then sober me would review what I wrote the next day. Cannabis taught me to be more tactful when I speak, to be a better listener, to see things from other people's perspectives, and to be more open to ideas. It's been a boon to my career and relationships. In September, I started reading extensively about cannabis, tried lots of strains, and devoured a few podcasts, including Cannabis School Twice. <laughs> well, thanks. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I am now on a four-time-per-week smoker. I mostly use Ultra Sour to get stuff done on weekday evenings and Blue Dream to relax on Fridays. Mm. Overall, cannabis has made me happier, healthier, and more productive and more sociable. That's a good, that's a great finish. That is. That's, that's something that we all want to achieve making cannabis more a part of your life, not as a dependent stoner where you're just... But as a functioning human. Yeah, exactly. In society, and Jesse, we truly appreciate this. this yeah, is a, it was great. Everyone, Chris, Brian, Jose... Allie, Allie I'm sitting on your Allie, balls. Yeah, Jesse, we appreciate you guys sharing your stories and, yeah. you know, connecting with us. So... Yeah, it makes it... Uh, you know, understanding exactly what has happened, what what been your experiences from funny to life changing. That's what we're we're all about. We want to be able to see this help other people in just enjoying their life. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, it's it's something that helps you to realize that there are far worse things that could happen to you, and there's a lot of good things that can come to you still. Mm -hmm. So, cannabis is a great equalizer in making sure that you feel like. Hey, life sucks sometimes, but it doesn't always have to. Yeah. And we wanted to ask a favor of you guys. If you can take this and share this show with one person. That'd be great. Be awesome. Help us reach more people like you and help people have a higher education. And to help us reach even more people, 
please leave a review. Leave a five-star review over there on Spotify. Go to Apple if you could. Write out a little bit going, these guys are great. I like getting stoned with them. Or I can't stand them and they don't know what they're talking about. Either way, we're getting a review. And we welcome all types of reviews. So please, get an opportunity. Go on by there. Tap your thumbs on the screen. Give us a review. That will help us out greatly. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, take care, guys. See you next week.